Welcome to the Immigrant Finance Podcast, a show dedicated to everything money, online business, and immigration, because immigrant families deserve to build generational wealth too. I'm your host, Adina, social entrepreneur, immigration attorney, and financial educator and coach for immigrant families. I created the Immigrant Finance Platform with my husband, Mauricio, who immigrated to the U.S. eight years ago after we struggled through the whole process of trying to figure out finances as an immigrant family alone. We wanted to share what we learned about building wealth with others along the way and created the Immigrant Finance School Group Coaching Program where we teach immigrants and their families like you how to manage their money, get started investing, and build online businesses in just weeks, all with group accountability and support. Our clients have been able to get started investing and develop lifelong plans to build generational wealth regardless of their immigration status actually launched an online business they've been dreaming of starting for years, bring in enough income to leave a job with a shitty boss, and book up their calendar for the rest of the month just after announcing their new coaching business. I'm coming to you with a new show several times a week with stories about online business lessons, money and mindset insights, and guest interviews to help you become financially empowered. Each episode will switch between personal finance and online business topics. Now let's get to this week's episode. Hello, hello, this is Adina from Immigrant Finance, and I'm here today to talk to you all about why we do not believe in no spend days and why no spend days are not a sustainable way to be building wealth. And I'm talking about this topic because it comes up all the time with our students in the Immigrant Finance School program. Um, I also see people talking about no spend days on social media all the time and bragging about the number of days they've been able to not spend. And I've been noticing this trend for a long time now, and it always just made me have a pit in my stomach and um, always felt like there was something not good about this and how people are promoting and and suggesting others do it. And I'm going to explain why in this episode. Um, I have very strong feelings about no spend days. I think you can tell and you'll you'll hear more as I said. Um, but I would very much take the position of being anti no spend days. Um, I think that no spend days can really be a way of self-sabotage because first of all, they don't work. I'll talk more about that. They also make you feel bad and make you feel guilt and shame and just all of this energy that is really not productive. Um, it's not good for you or your mental health. It doesn't help your finances and it's just the wrong energy for building wealth. Um, it's also no spendies. It's um, very much like blaming yourself for issues of economic inequality and the problems in the financial system. Um, it can be a form of self-inflicted punishment. And I'm here to tell you, it's not your fault that the financial system is the way it is, where it's very difficult to budget. It's very difficult to make income um, and to survive. And that it's not your fault that it's not designed in your favor. Um, We have a crazy, crazy system of capitalism that um, really is designed around 
promoting a materialistic culture here in the U.S. And we're all being constantly bombarded with advertisements, um, whether they are subtle or overt, telling you you need to buy things. Um, I read something that the average person in one day can experience like hundreds of advertisements and not even realize it. And that number has gone up dramatically over time, over the decades. Um, so this is not your fault. This is all going on. It is a, a much larger system um, beyond your control to handle with no spendies. And resisting it with the no spendies is just not a healthy way to do it. I think there's a lot more healthy, balanced way that more from mindfulness that I'll speak about. Um, and I just also want to point out, it's just, it's not good for your mental health to punish you yourself. Um, and, you know, put, try to see how far you can go with like not living, you know, it does cost money to live. And in, a, in even in a decent way where you're not being materialistic and, Um, you're not being spendy. It still costs money to buy food, um, to be able to enjoy life a little bit. Maybe it's just going out for an ice cream cone with your child or your your partner, um, grabbing a coffee, you know, if you're not able to run home and make coffee. Like there are little things that these little joys in life that don't make you a bad person if you do once in a while. Um, so let me talk more about it. Um, but the reason the reason that I'm, I wanted to speak more about no spendies is, like I said, it's just been coming up a lot. And we recently had one of our students in our immigrant finance school program reaching out saying that she was able to have a few weeks of no spendies, um, but then she started to get tempting, tempted and wanting to shop. Um, and I said, you know, it's funny. I was actually about to record a podcast episode about this. So let me just tell you what I would tell you in the episode and I'll post it. We are on the same wavelength. And this has come up with with many of our students in the program because they have this idea from all these folks um, on social media bragging about no spendies that that's the way to get control over their finances and build wealth. And they're doing it from a good place. Um, the people recommending it and, and the people who are trying those spendies, it all comes from a really good, noble place of trying to be financially empowered, trying to get control over your finances, trying to save more so that you can be more stable and have an emergency fund invest. Those are all very important things that I very much support. I just don't think no spendies are the, the best method for doing that. And the reason is what's happened to many of our students in our program who have done that. And when we've tried no spend days in the past, it just, they don't work. It First of all, they don't work. <laughs> and second of all, they make you feel bad. You know, you, you feel shame and guilt and like you're punishing yourself. And even if you think about wanting to spend, you start to spiral and feel bad about yourself. And it can really affect your confidence with finances which is the opposite of what we're trying to do with build wealth, building wealth. Building wealth is all about building that confidence with your ability to make money and grow your assets and you know have the confidence to manage your money on your own and not have to rely on others. No spendies also we see can make people really burn out. People who did finally get that commitment to want to improve their finances 
and have the motivation and make change. And then they start the no spend days and they just burn out because it's not sustainable and they give up. And it's like, we lost all that motivation and progress. It's kind of like, um, a, a diet, you know, most diets don't really work or, or even if they work, they're not sustainable and people give up at a certain point. So it's kind of like that with eating where instead of a quick short-term fix diet, we want to focus more on how can you incorporate better eating habits and more nutrition um, and a more sustainable way of eating that you're going to enjoy so that you stick with it and it makes you feel good. It's the same concept with finances and spending. So what um, I hope our students are realizing what we teach in the program in immigrant finance school is, is really that no, no spendies are not a good method. They're not sustainable. And that a better plan is to focus on getting crystal clear about your financial goals and having your whole financial system built around that so that you are motivated and excited. And also for you to be um, mindful about your goals and your budget and incorporate in your budget a way to be enjoying life right now. So we actually encourage all of our students to build into their budget some room for something that they can spend money on every month that makes them enjoy life now because that kind of, first of all, we should be enjoying our life, right? We are not, we are not slaves. We are not, um, we are not at the mercy of our budget. Like our budget is a tool for us. Um, to be growing and building wealth and working toward our goals. And it's important to be able to also be mindful in your budget about having that room to enjoy a little, a life a little bit right now so that you aren't, you aren't tempted to go blow all this money and spend all this money on things that you don't really need that aren't going to actually make you happy. So how many of you have ever been in a position where your budget is tight that month? You, you can't really afford to go spend hundreds of dollars and you go to something Target or somewhere to just get one thing. You walk in and you tell yourself, I'm just going to buy this one thing that I need, not going to look at other stuff. And then an hour goes by and you walk out the door with $200 of things. And they're all things that you don't really need and you're like excited about in that moment. Maybe they're going to make you happy for an hour, but they're not going to give you actual meaningful joy and happiness that will sustain you beyond that hour. So I would rather you all um, focus on getting clear about what does really truly give you joy in the moment and be able to be able to spend um, some money on that regularly throughout the month. So it's much better instead of trying to punish yourself with no spend days and see how many days you can go depriving yourself to let yourself enjoy a little bit right now in a modest way and focus that on something that's going to actually give you joy so you're not tempted to go blow money. You know, if you do the no spend day thing, you may have, let's say, 12 days that go by where you don't spend a dollar. And then by the 13th day, you, you're like, just desperate to spend money because you've been depriving yourself so much. It's it's similar to um, a crash diet. You know, if you don't let yourself like eat for a week and you're doing an all juice diet or something, then you're starving by then. You're going to go eat a ton of calories and overeat after. It's the same idea. And, and 
that's not sustainable. It's not going to in the long term help you build your health and wellness, just like no spend days aren't going to help you build good financial practices in the long run. In in the long run, we really want to be in a place where we can be mindful about our spending, um, know why we're spending on certain things and, and be intentional about that and feel good about what we're spending on um, as part of a larger system that's working toward our goals and making sure that our goals are coming first. The problem that can come up with this no, the no spend days too um, and then trying to resist them by not doing them is that people can feel like there's a tension there that if they do let themselves spend and they don't do the no spend days, they can feel like they're doing something wrong because they've been told by all these people that you should do as many no spend days as you can. So it can feel wrong to actually spend. And like I've been saying though, um, it's, it's just more sustainable. If you know, I'm not advocating for you to go spend like crazy because I don't believe in no spend days. That's not what I'm saying either. There's a middle ground here where you can find a place where you are being really mindful um, with your budget, mindful about your spending and your financial goals. And you're in the long term um, working toward building wealth in a more sustainable way. And part of that is to let yourself spend a modest amount um, in in the moment on things that are going to actually give you joy, um, that have already been accounted for in your budget and planned out so that you don't have to feel guilty about it. That's a much more healthy way toward spending and budgeting. And when you can learn to handle your finances and manage your money this way, you're actually going to build better financial habits um, that will be more balanced over time and you'll will be able to carry with you for the rest of your life and make you feel good about your relationship to money. Um, it's also going to have a big impact on your mindset to make sure that you have a good relationship with your money um, and the way you think about money and you're not perpetuating these stories to yourself about punishment and guilt and shame. Those are all things we we really don't want to be continuing. We all have enough burdens to handle when it comes to money stories and having to rewrite the money stories that we all have that are negative that have been imprinted in our subconscious from a very young age. There's already enough work there to be done. So don't make it worse and add more stories with guilt to yourself just because you want to live life a little bit, right? Like we are, we are alive in order to, to live and enjoy our lives. And part of that is balance and mindfulness and intentionality. So there's three things I want to talk about now um, about no spend days and and why you should not be doing them. We've touched on these themes a little bit, but just to sum up. So first of all, they're not sustainable. They're very hard to stick with. Even if you can pull them off, um, it's, it's likely to not be possible for you to do forever to never be spending because you are a, a human in the world and the world has an economy and you have to spend money to live and survive. And that's just the way it is. There's not really any way around that. Um, so it's it's not going to be able to be something that will carry you through long term. And they also just don't work. Most people who do no spend days burn out. 
uh, a lot from the emotional exhaustion because of all of that shame and guilt I've been talking about and the punishment. And it's just because it's not sustainable, they don't, they don't work because it's like, doesn't feel good. And you're not going to want to be able to, you're not going to want to keep doing that. Right. And most people at the end just have that urge to go spend a lot because they've been depriving themselves. Like I said, the second thing I want to talk about is, um, this punishment mode and the relationship of thinking about spending as, as something you should be punishing yourself for when it comes to debt versus building wealth. So for paying off debt, I have seen that no spend days do work for a lot of people. And there are a lot of people who've been able to get very far in paying off debt and becoming debt free through this tool of no spend days. And if that's, that's you and that's worked for you, that's great. I commend you for getting control over your spending, uh, particularly if you had, have had a spending challenge of overspending. Just keep in mind that this is not the right approach for building wealth. Once you get to that point where the debt is paid off, you really need to be switching approaches and not carrying that mindset of punishment um, from the no spend days and debt payoff over to building wealth. With building wealth, it's very energetic. It's very important to be having an abundance mindset, to be open to seeing opportunities, to be open to seeing problems and providing solutions, which creates value, which creates money, um, which helps people and money follows when you're making an impact and changing people's lives. And it's just not the right energy, this punishment approach. Um, if you look at wealthy people and millionaires and all of that, you don't see them going around punishing themselves and having no spend days, right? Like if anything, they understand that you only make more money if you spend more money. This is also something with business um, to be thinking about. And we talked about this on a prior episode with with Erica Johnson, um, who talked about how in business that you have to be investing in your business and you, particularly with startups and the tech startup world, you actually have to be spending in your business in order to make more money and raise more capital to be able to prove that you know how to spend money in, in a wise way that's going to grow the business. And in our experience, we've seen that um, we only really started making a, a decent you know, um, amount of money in our business when we started spending on it and investing in it and got out of that like no spend frugal mode because it, it takes resources to grow something and it takes resources um, to reach more people and to help more people. There are a lot of expenses that can come in with business. Um, so anyway, you know, it's the same thing with, with a lot of investments with building wealth, with like real estate investment, you have to spend money to buy, pay the down payments to buy real estate properties in order to rent out those properties and get rental income and then have cash flow coming in from rent. So same idea, like punishing yourself here, um, from the debt payoff mode is not going to work for building wealth. So please, if you are making that transition, don't carry um, this no spend day punishment mode with you. And third, um, I started touching on this already, but you, like I said, you you actually need to learn how to spend money smartly to make money. And a little bit bigger picture, a little bit more <laughs> woo woo on this topic. And I touched on how it's important to spend money to grow a business and to build wealth, and how wealthy people are doing this all the time. 
Um, you see wealthy people who are constantly investing in themselves and their businesses and their assets to grow them. Um, you see them constantly investing in mentorship programs, networking events, conferences, educational opportunities, coaches, um, consultants, all of these things that are going to help them learn new beliefs, new learn new ways of doing things to make more money. And we're not talking about just spending money on anything. Um, we're talking about spending money in a smart way on the right things. And this applies to your business too. It also applies to your own personal finance and your own budget. So like I talked about before, I'm not advocating that you go and spend money on everything just because I don't believe in the spend days. I'm advocating being really clear about what is like the one thing that gives you joy and making sure to let yourself spend money on that. And and if you don't do that, it's actually going to be very hard to make more money because um, here's the woo-woo stuff. So ener- money is very energetic. It's um, it's There's a reason it's called currency. It's like a current. It's like water flowing. And when parts of the water, if you think of a river flowing, when parts of the river get blocked off, the flow stops. And so when you have these no spend days or these very strict punishment and shame and guilt things in your relationship with money, that river is getting blocked and the money stops flowing. Same thing with business too. Um, That's what I was talking about. You have to invest in your business to keep growing and keep that flow going. But again, make sure you're spending on the right things, on thing, not just anything. Things are going to help you grow as a person. Things are going to actually give you joy, not just a quick fix of happiness for five minutes or an hour, like we talked about from blowing $200 at Target by accident. Um, would much rather you see your, you know, you intentionally choose to spend money every month on something that gives you a lot of joy. For example, a really nice meal with your partner that um, allows you all to have quality time together and really take some time to enjoy some good food, some good wine. Um, It could be, you know, letting yourself once a month, go get a massage or a manicure. Um, And those things sound very indulgent and they, they, they are indulgent, you know? Um, But I'm not saying do it every day. I'm saying do it once a month, put away money in your budget for that so that you can feel really good when you do it. You've planned for it. You don't have to feel any guilt because you know there's room in your budget and you can enjoy it and feel that indulgence and luxury of abundance and and feeling good about your relationship with money and treating yourself and taking care of yourself. I want to say if you are in a position where it's really difficult for you to even be surviving right now and paying the bills, um, I have been there, Mount. I have been there. Um, go back to our first episode talking about our immigrant finance story, and you can hear more about our financial struggles and experience when he first immigrated to the country, and we had no idea what we were doing with money and budgeting and all of that. So, I, if that's you, I get it, and I don't want you to think that um, I am just talking uh, to people who don't apply to you, you know, and only people who have extra money to be spending. Um, so if you don't even have room in your budget to be covering the bills, that is the situation that you're in. And this can just be something to think about to work toward long-term. So when I realized like 
our budget, we didn't even have room for the basic things. That was a wake up call that like, okay, we need to find ways to increase income so that we can have a more sustainable budget. And so there can be a small percentage of our budget going toward enjoying life now so that we can live in a more sustainable way so that we can start getting out of scarcity mindset so that we can have a little more breathing room and start to think about bigger things with our finances besides survival. Um, it's very difficult to start making plans and act, taking steps toward building wealth and investing and growing assets if you are in survival mode and you can barely get by with, with your living expenses. So if that's you, um, we support you. We've been there and just use this as a way to think about how can you start increasing income a little bit to give yourself a little room in your budget to enjoy spending a little bit right now. And it can be as little as $5 a month to get a face mask and a nice candle and have like a spa night or do your nails. You know, those things don't have to cost a lot of money. It's more about like indulging in yourself and letting yourself start to develop a healthier relationship with money that isn't just about punishment and guilt. Um, And yeah, I hope this is helpful. You know, there's a lot here to talk about. I'm happy to talk about it further if anyone um, disagrees or has feedback about this approach to no spendies. Please reach out. I'd love to talk to you about it and learn more from you. Um, I know that what I'm saying is probably going to piss off a lot of people who feel very strongly about no spendies, but I feel that isn't this is an important message to tell another story and another approach because it hurts my soul when I see um, people in our community and our clients who are feeling bad about themselves and guilty because they're trying no spendies and it's not working and it's making them feel bad because they do want to spend. Um, I just don't think we're meant as humans to be punishing ourselves all the time and it's just not healthy and sustainable as I've been saying. So let's focus more, you know, if you are in a place where money is really tight, let's focus on how can you increase income? How can you pick up a side hustle to give yourself a little more flexibility for this? So can you do some dog walking on the side or babysitting or food delivery? Is there anything? Um, tutoring. And let's develop a more sustainable, healthy way to our finances for the long term so that we can actually reach our goals and we can get to where we need to be and we can start shifting from scarcity mindset and survival mode to building wealth and thinking and acting like the wealthy do who do not do no spend days. Thank you all. I look forward to connecting with each of you more about this topic. Um, again, if, if you have thoughts you want to share, please reach out. It's easy to just send us a DM on Instagram or Facebook at, at Immigrant Finance, or you can email us at hello at immigrantfinance.com. Thank you, and I hope you have a really nice rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening to the Immigrant Finance Show. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already, and leave us a review so we can reach more people to help. Also, did you know we started a free Facebook group for immigrant families who want to build generational wealth? We're doing free monthly trainings covering everything from investing to online business. Plus, you will be in there with a network of other inspiring members of our community. Make sure to join us at facebook.com slash groups slash immigrant finance. 
and we'll see you there.